everybody back to another episode of The Feeding Frenzy, the podcast that is famously only slightly less biased than your average West Coast Eagles supporter. You are, of course, sitting in with the big force and with me, as always, the original Shark Centurion, weighing in at 175 pounds, Jake the Snake Stewart. How are you, big fella? <sighs> and the crowd goes wild. Yeah, mate, I've been training the house down and I've uh, made the cut and... I'm ready to go 12 rounds, let's get it done. That's the way we do it, mate. Uh, how'd you pull up after last week's game? I thought you were going to say after last week's podcast, and I was going to say battered and bruised, my ego mostly. Uh, <laughs> personally, after last week's game, I, I pulled up pretty fresh. Um, you know, I'm, I'm playing a bit of a new role this year, coming off the bench a little bit, and um, you know, just trying to do anything I can for this team to move forward into the future. Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. Just doing your part as always, which we uh, we love about you. Now, uh, doing your part as you always do for the podcast, mate. You've got us two fine guests today. I'll start off with uh, Bo the Sphincter Thomas. How are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Is it Thomas or Thomason? Thomason. Thomason. Yep, yeah, nice to have you on board, mate. Yeah, no, it's been good to be here. Yep. Have you? Uh, you obviously came from Mount Barker last year. Did you listen? To the, have you heard about the podcast before you came across? I have. I have. I heard my name was mentioned quite a few times so I had to have to listen good man what do you reckon uh, it was pretty funny good stuff man uh, throw it over to my other guest tonight brought to you by Jake the Snake which is Liam Offy Offer how are you big fella yeah good yourself yeah good man good to finally have you on board yeah buddy oath yeah it's good to be here cheers yeah nice man um, good to have the uh, former Bloods captain probably still still consider yourself in that leadership group no doubt yeah nah it's good the older boys are taking over a bit you know I've been at the Sharks for a while, but it's good to have like an older player that's had more experience, you know, take over and you know show me how to do things differently. So, well, I think you could show a couple of those boys how to write a decent speech because I've still got a uh, little clip of your speech from last year's game. Yeah, that was uh, pretty embarrassing. Um, oh, it was pretty good. But um, yeah, nah, I could definitely probably do better. But um, with your leadership in that, I could probably whip up some. <laughs> and now you're throwing me in with the old boys. I like it. Alright, so we'll start the show as we have been recently, which is by Jake taking us through the Feeding Frenzy flashback, giving us a look into all the other rounds. So uh, take us away when you're ready, Snake. Okay, so looking back to uh, the round of last week, we'll start with the Sharks games. Uh, the Bloods started off really well, really competitive in the first half, um, but got blown out in the second half, just ran out of legs in the third quarter and... Lost a lot of confidence in that third quarter after not kicking the first score in the second half. Pretty tough, pretty tough way to end things. But uh, Sharks' bloods were one five eleven to finish the game uh, against the Scaly Rayleigh's reserves. Uh, 13-14-92. Best players were Luke Mowajali Senior again. Uh, missed opportunity, my bad. Luke Senior. Uh, Tyrone Williams really coming into his own, playing some brilliant footy under Tags' leadership. Uh, Derek Burden in his third ever game of AFL football. Yes, I do believe so. The Canadian ex-rugby player um, needs to learn how to give it off and not just sort of bury his head and take tackles, but uh, got given a massive job going on to Joel Coyne, who... You know, a good four or five years ago was one of the premier uh, league footballers in the GSFL. So really good showing from Derek to um, take the job on him and take to it really well. Uh, Callum Bolsher, again, again. Um, running through the ruck, finding plenty of the footy and um, just seems to get better and better as the weeks go on. 
and Tommy Eaton, really happy to have him back. Uh, was this his second game down now? I believe so, yeah. Um, won't be long before he's knocking on the door of the league spot, just needs to keep shaking the cobwebs out, but found plenty of it and um, was gallant all day. Our league side, uh, much the same story. Uh, look, we, we put up a four-quarter effort, but there were there were lapses and... Um, Railways were well well structured and pressure, pressured the uh, pressured the ball carrier. Um, <clears throat> we sort of played into their hands a lot going down the lines, but we finished the day on five five thirty five to Railways twenty two fourteen Studio one four six. Best players for us were Tate the Dirt Apple slash the Skip McLean. Um, Played an absolute cracker. He was hampered with a knee injury the week before and it's really good to see him at uh, as close to 100% as we've seen him all year. Stewie Davies, um, look, another week where he barely, I, I'm going to say barely because I, I can't guarantee it, but lost a ruck knock. Um, he was against a young ruck contingent for, for railways, but um, yeah, he just got over the top of them all day and once we actually get our midfield firing and getting on the back end of those time after time, then we will be a force to be reckoned with. But great to have Stewie playing some good footy after having the better part of last year off. Jack Bowden, uh, your mate Sphincter, come over from um, Mount Barker this year. And again, we were really hoping, really waiting to see him in the league side and he's been playing some absolute cracking footy out of the back line, especially last week. We really... Really welcomed his physicality down there and another good week on the boards for Sam the Janitor Christo. Um, looking around the league, and I'll keep this short and sweet, the North Albany and Mount Barker game was a pretty, pretty close affair. Uh, North Albany running away eventual winners uh, off the boot in the last quarter of Angus McKercher, an old mate of mine, from Perth, bit disappointed he's not wearing teal and black, but we'll have to live with that. So North Albany finished up on eight ten fifty eight to Mount Barker's seven nine fifty one, real tight game there, and then the top of the table clash was tight for three quarters. Uh, Royals running away eventual winners sixteen thirteen one hundred and nine to Denmark's twelve nine eighty one. Nicely done, mate. Well done. Uh, righto, so that's um, that's the wrap of the weekly footy, and I guess uh, we'll get stuck into our guests now, and I've got to ask the first question to Liam Offer, um, just speaking purely on the hair, just want to know, when did the Avengers uh, release you to come and play footy for the Sharks, mate? You've got the Hawkeye sort of <laughs> going there, what's the go there? Um, it actually started as a bet, it was actually going to get dyed blonde, because of um, the goey, yep. but... Um, I got about two hundred dollars from Jay Augustine and Ashley Gregory, but um, couldn't really go through with it to so dye my hair blonde. So I just thought I'd just go with the mohawk and just look as um, bad as I could, really. But um, no, nah, it's just kind of stuck. Every time I go to a, get a haircut, you know, even if it's just the trim, just to have it looking how I want it. But no, nah, just you know, go with it. It's only hair, so yeah. At the end of the day. It is what it is. He so says it's only hair, but he's getting it trimmed up every week. Looks as poxy as ever. Yeah. If you're going to look good, look good doing it, you know? Oh, that's it. I feel like, um, you know, you, you started off by saying 
make yourself look as worse as possible. Are you just doing that to make it fair for all the other blokes around the footy club? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's pretty hard to contend with Bo's forehead, but um, <laughs> sixteen head. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, you know, just like to have a good laugh. But um, yeah, nah, it's just it's just footy, really. Yeah, that's it, mate. But, no, it does look quite good. We're pressed with it, and it seems to be working because you seem pretty streamlined through the guts there. So that's good. Yeah, it's just you know, bigger body now, so I can just you know get through there. So now speaking of guts. Yeah, you know who we're looking at right now. Um, somebody threw their guts up on the footy field and copped a shirt front for it. So, um, Bo, take us through. What's, uh, what's your excuse for that effort, mate? Uh, it was uh, something that I ate the night before. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're not going to get the Kyle Love train and try and blame it on KFC, are you? No, it was Macca's. Oh, stop it. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, that nah, was a pretty big one on the, on the drink. On the source with uh, the persons to the right of you, who for everybody who can't see, with who's on the right of you, uh, Liam. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was a decent night out. I love how you try and throw him under the bus, but he kept his guts in his guts <laughs> the whole day. I struggled. I had it come up to my mouth, and I was like, "This ain't me. This is not going. This out. This is not it. I'm not throwing up like Bo. I'm just going to swallow this." And, uh, yeah, kept playing footy. That's the spirit. All right, we'll roll back to the um, reserves action in a moment. Snake, you're my sole league uh, constituent tonight, so you're going to be our inside look. And um, you mentioned a bit of time on the bench this last week, so hopefully you had a lot of time to look around and tell us what was going on. So let's start off with the with my favourite fact from that game just gone by, and that is that my gutsy call from last week came off and we certainly weren't jumped in that first quarter where we no I, I think that would have to be our best start for the year oh, yeah definitely and, and by our by our standards by our sort of measuring stick we were still just okay yep you know we, we still feel like we've got plenty more to offer but um, we got a little bit of a little bit of scoreboard pressure and sort of just pressure in general around the ground was high um, there was there was a lot of energy from the playing group. We were well aware that we'd been sort of giving up those first quarters without a, without much of a fight, and we know that we've got that fight in us. So it was really important for us to come out and sort of um, set the tone, and we we took a step in the right direction. So trying to keep it positive in in respect to that, there was plenty we could learn from. Um, you know, Matt Matt Palfrey was sort of really what got them over the line against us in that first quarter. Um, I think he ended up kicking six or seven for the day. Yeah. Uh, and, I look, I, I hadn't seen him play since before he went away and started playing league footy for Claremont, mm-hmm. and he has developed really well. Um, J-Lo worked his ass off against him all day, and he was just protecting the fall of the footy and getting to seemingly like impossible impossible drops of the ball he was just finding that way to get to it and clunk it and getting himself high percentage shots on goal so it is what it is great for railways to be having a um a star forward like that but uh you know um i thought we did a really good job against him and it was just you know, those couple of touches that he got that really did the damage early on. 
Yeah, and I guess it's the level of a you know a really elite sort of football player that they can just with a couple of touches just make the most of it and really sort of do the damage in those um, early moments of the game, isn't it? That's that's probably the the difference between that and in your local country footballer, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely, um, and you see it happening at the highest level. Um, even like up and coming guys, I'd, I'll probably use Josh Battle as the example tonight. Thirteen touches, two goals, zero, uh, six six marks. That was the stat line I saw halfway through the fourth quarter before I had to zip off and get here, so I didn't actually get to see the end of the game. But um, you know, he's he's a young gun who's got a bright future ahead of him and. You know, didn't need to get 30 touches to have a big impact on the game, got his 13 and was efficient with him. And, and you know, I think he's going to be one of the big names for the years to come. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, so, like we said, you started in that first quarter and I think you're exactly right in what Jamie's approach to that first quarter was, we've done well. We're, we, it's, not, it's not we have exceeded expectations. We've done a good job. That was sort of the message at the quarter time break, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I, I genuinely think the word he used was okay. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, as 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 I said, like we we brought more pressure than we had in previous weeks. Yep. But we knew we had more in us, and uh, yeah, now now the focus is on not only bringing that pressure, but um, but attacking. Yeah. Um, attacking with a bit of intent. Uh, when we get our hands on the footy and, um, you know, starting to actually structure up on the offensive side of the footy as well, yeah. which, you know, we didn't necessarily do a lot of when we, when we got out, when they, they controlled it for, you know, a good portion of that first quarter. And, um, and now like if, if we can, if we can get our hands on it, we need to control the footy a bit more as well. Yeah. And that's all coming in exactly what we said from the likes of, uh, you know, you, obviously the, the main focus this year is, is the rebuild and building up these young f- uh, players and making sure they stick around as well. And that goes hand in hand what we talked about last week about the massive improvements we've seen in the boys like Jackson Kosh, Max Baker, all those names that keep coming up for us because they are exciting new recruits and they keep improving as we keep going on wouldn't you say that's, that's sort of hand in hand with the success that we are having is the fact that these recruits are firing yeah I think um, I think we just wanted to get away from that culture of survival and aim for a culture of excellence yeah. and I really think the playing group has taken that in their stride and is doing everything that they can to achieve that on a week by week basis and it comes from you know, not not dwelling on the negatives, but just taking the opportunity to learn from them, and then when we when we get back on the track, then we address them and we get on with the job. Mm. So, using that as our building block, we'll throw it back over to Liam Offer, and we'll start talking about the reserves game, or the Bloods, as we like to be known. Uh, now, what Snake just said about not just being a culture of survival, trying to obviously build and grow. How does that compare to when you think about? the way that the reserves are set up and structured to, to go about playing their footy. How does that compare to you? Uh, I think really, like, we've got a lot of players that have played a lot of footy and we have a lot of players that haven't played a lot of footy and it's just, if everybody helps out each other and gives each other pointers, you know, like, we have to throw the best team out there every week but if everybody, like, 
gets a game at least and like gets to be put into the side and has a go, then everybody's going to build confidence in themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I've you know even myself when I first started playing at Sharks, I had no confidence. But even when Jake was when I first met Jake, you know, who's always there at my side, you know, if we always get behind somebody, you know, even Bo, you know, before I'd be versing him every game you know, against Barker and he would never pick the ball up, never pick it up. And one day he just smacked me straight in the nose. And I was like, you got to pick the ball up, Bo. I was like, you can be so much more damaging if you pick up the ball. And this year he's shown, you know, running out of the back line, he's actually picking the ball up, having confidence in himself. Even Callum, like, never played footy. And straight into the ruck, you know, like I just said, going hard and get it out of here. Yeah, that's your job done, but you can still keep going. You know, like, I know, it's just all confidence. And as long as everybody's boosting each other, not putting each other down, I think we can grow from that, so. And you created a bit of a, a beast in, in Callum, didn't you, with that advice, didn't you? Yeah, well, I just said, like, go in there and, you know, if you get hurt, you get hurt. You know, if you hurt them, you hurt them. But as soon as I told that to him and looked at him at the end of the game, he had a split in his cheek, I think, or his eyebrow. And I said, oh, well, you know, at least you've done your part and you've, you've played good footy and you had three marks inside 50 that could have been goals. But, you know, as long as you keep building and, you know, keep practising, you know, those will be goals at the end of the year, so. You, you do a pretty good um, <laughs> courageous speech, don't you, as far as firing boys up, don't you? Yeah, I normally don't try and get into them, but, you know, at the end of the day, in those white lines, you know, we're not mates. Like, you know, we can play footy together. Like, you can be my best mate on the other team, but, you know, I wear the jersey I wear. I'm not, like, I'm not on your team. I'm not your mate. I'm looking out for my boys, so. And is that part of the reason why you think you managed to attract the, the talents of Bo over, over from the green? No, I wouldn't call them talents, but um, <laughs> it's normally, nah. You know, building friendships is a lot. You know, it's all good versing your best mate, but it's nothing better than playing with them, you know. Looking out for them, just yeah, just being being with your mates is the best thing about footy, really. Yeah, that's yeah. always that for like for me having spent so many years at the Sharks, but coming there because I knew nobody, because I was, um, you know, unaffiliated. Every other club has that group of guys that have played together through all their juniors, and then they've developed together and a couple of them might have gone off to Claremont but they've kept in touch they've gone through they've gone through their senior footy and now they're in their like mid-twenties in their prime and they're still all playing together and um, we just haven't really had the chance to develop that core group like we've had the time but just haven't had the situation where we've had those guys that were about Liam's age, you know, I, I coached a lot of those guys or assisted in coaching them and, you know, most of them went off to uni. Um, a lot of them were super talented and got picked up by Claremont. Um, early on, I think the club, with the draft system, picked up the guys that were the most talented available at the time and, and it didn't really serve us too well. But now, you know, we've had a few a few rare guys like Liam that have sort of stuck around a long time, like Hamish Fuller as well. Yeah. Uh, got jobs in town and were always destined to be good country footballers. But now there seems to be that next wave of um, of guys and, and sort of a lot more of them. So you look at us like five, ten years down the track and if we can continue to work in that sort of direction, then we should have that sort of mateship and not have to drag guys over from Barker just to... Just, just to be played with our mates, you know what I mean? There, there'll be there'll be that mateship within the club, and I think we're definitely heading in the right direction. 
But just regardless of that, or, so not regardless of that point, but just building on that point as well, it's it's not a not necessarily a bad thing if we are attracting the right sort of people across, is it? You know, if, if we are sticking with our guns and trying to build the culture that we are, where people have a look at from the outside and think, you know what, I can see myself there, then that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Yeah, good point. Good so, point. Oh, so building on that, Bo, what was your decision to come across the Sharks, other than obviously the gorgeous man sitting to your right who is Liam Moffat, <laughs> a.k.a. Hawkeye from the Avengers? Ugliest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, Haven't you met Woodsy? <laughs> Love you, Woodsy. Troglodyte. Uh, Go ahead. I guess um, I've sat down and I was hanging out with Jack one day and we were just sitting down having a beer. I was like, oh. was like we're living in hell being like, are you going to play in bar or are you going to go to a different club? And he's like, straight up, he's just like, I'm just going to go to Sharks. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I might come to it. <laughs> and yeah, you know, obviously Liam Band there as well and, um, you know, and Squid, squid come as well, Ashley. And, yeah, I've always, like, you know, sharks always had that good culture as well. Like, you know, you're saying cool, from, like... not always, but well, yeah, you, No, but, but you're yeah, saying from, like, you're saying from the outside, man. Like, yeah. as far as... They were a good group of boys, you know. Yeah. You know, they were a young, like, a young group of boys, but, like, they were good, good boys. Like, yeah. You know. And they've got the best podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, no other team does it, so I was... Pretty good at that. <laughs> a win's a win, no, no matter how you get it. <laughs> no, that's that's good. So, um, so what you're saying is you basically thought, as far as coming coming across the Albany, Sharks look like an inviting place to come play footy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go like anywhere like um, any of the other teams, like for yeah. whatever reasons. That's yeah, right. for whatever reasons. Yeah, you know, like, that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't been talking about it for years, but like I remember even two years ago, you've been saying, oh. You know, this year I'm coming to the Sharks, this year I'm coming to the Sharks, and then, you know, straight out, it's just like, oh, we're versus Barker. Oh, there you are, Bo. Where are you, Bo? Like, where are you? And then, yeah, come to the year where, I think Jack was the main push butt, because I remember it was pre-season, I didn't really attend to, but, um, yeah, Jack saw you playing footy, I was like, yeah, and then, yeah, Bo come over, and then Ashley come over, and then, you know, Lockie come over from Railways, and then, it's just like a good band of boys, you know, you're playing with, like some of your best mates and you know how each other play so yeah. I think it's just yeah if you get like, people that you know you know you just feel comfortable and then yeah. you grow from there I guess you know you, you, you want to play with someone that's always got your back I suppose yeah exactly yeah. whether that be on the footy field or on the dance De- definitely I'm in on the footy field <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though like you talk about sorry Offie you talk about Bo having talked about it for years and I mean, I'm always getting around chatting to people and a lot of people that I've spoken to have just talked about it mm-hmm. and not actually crossed that threshold. But I, I find that the GSFL is a really clicky sort of league as well. Like, mm. you sort of, you got your loyalty and if you don't have your loyalty, you got nothing. Yeah, you know well, I've I mean? played for Barker my whole life. Yeah. But, you know... Moved to Albany when I was young in, I think it was year eight, maybe. And I played one, one season at um at Railways. Yep. And other than that, I've been at Barker my whole life. Growing up, you know, from Auskick, pretty much. You know, it's, it's, like, don't get me wrong, it was pretty, like, hard to train with a different team. Like, you know, pre-season. Yeah, yeah. Pre-season, man, it was, like, very different. And it was, felt very weird. So, like, and then... Yeah. 
you know, you got to you got to know everyone. It was pretty good. Just okay. everything pretty much just rolled. I just find there's there's not many not that many guys that go and whore themselves around like Colin Marwick does. Um, you know. <laughs> Not many guys that have played at like three plus clubs in the GSFL. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I could probably count on one hand guys that I know that have, have played at, you know, multi, like more than two clubs within the GSFL. Like it's one thing to, you know, go across and, um, you know, play in a different league, but playing against guys that you've played against your whole life, like that's a big step to take. Oh, definitely. Um, so, you know, like, full credit to you got, mate, like, hat off. Um, really happy that you sort of stepped over that line and are really enjoying your time at the club. Definitely had to have a few uh, words before I'd done it to my old coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, obviously been there through the whole reserves. Like, ever since I've played footy, he's always been there. So definitely had to give him a call and give him the heads up and... You know, so yeah, as long as you're not playing for any of the other Albany teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to live to regret that decision, I promise you. <laughs> All right, so um, listen, we'll get stuck into the upcoming Mount Barker game in just a moment. Obviously, fantastic casting again, Snake. You've got ex-Barker boy lined up just before the Barker game. Fantastic job as always. <laughs> Uh, I think it's time to, uh, it's getting a bit soft on the couch again. What do you think there, Snakey? Should we harden it up a bit? Yeah, I've been sharpening up the elbows. I'm good to go. Oh, do you reckon you've got any, any, um, anywhere closer to Harley Coyne's elbows? Because I've heard they're legendary. Oh, no, his would be razor sharp. Mine are, mine are like as sharp as a sharpened lead pencil, I guess. Oh, look, I'll e- take it, e- Easily snapped. <laughs> I'll take it, mate. All right, so we've got a pretty full list with you today, so... We'll try and punch through these through pretty quickly. So how it works, fellas, as we discussed, the shirt front or the shepherd. Uh, I'm going to throw a scenario. I'm going to start with you, Bo, and then the final decision goes down to Snake. Uh, whether this person cops a shirt front or a shepherd based on their behaviour. So we really get stuck into it. Let's roll. Alright, so remember, shirt front for bad, shepherd for good. Here uh-huh. we go. So my first shirt front or shepherd uh, I'm going to throw out to you is the young Jiggy. Riley Village. Now he's been around the Sharks for, I believe he's in his fourth year, and he's still wearing those horrible tan pants instead of black pants to game day, and he just can't change his mind on it. So I'm going to start with that one, Bo. What do you reckon? Shirt frame? I've always worn black every game day, so I'd have to use it. Definitely shirt frame. Shirt frame? What do you reckon, Well, I don't know. I'll probably lay a shepherd, because if that's what he wants to wear, then that's what he wants to wear. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Bit of controversy on the couch, as always. Snake, final word, what do you reckon? Yeah, tough one. I know, like, I know within the league group, there's an expectation that you're going to show up in, in your polo and some nice black pants. And if somebody's um, aspiring to be amongst that group... Yes, if someone was aspiring to be within that group, then I would expect them to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. Um... I'm going to shepherd. You're going to shepherd? I'm going to shepherd. Do you want to elaborate on that one? Uh, uh, look, I'm torn. And, like, I am only just going with the shepherd. But, uh, yeah, I I think Jiggy has um, 
has copped enough flack over the years. <laughs> and I'm going to simply shepherd him based on that. But Jiggy, if you if you start to walk the walk, then you might get that opportunity that you've been hoping for for a long time. That's it. All right, that's good. I like that one. All right, we'll keep moving because, as I said, we've got a bit of a full card here. So my next one goes to uh, the Troglodyte, Brad Woods, Swamp Donkey, whatever you like. Uh, similar similar flavour. Uh, rocks up with black pants. You know, we tear holes through them, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, they're, they're just marginally black pants. And then he backs that up with Adidas slip-on thongs. Shepherd on that one. Shepherd on that one. Going comfort over uh, style. Yeah, definitely. Who knows, his dog could have chewed up his shoes. Nah, he (laughs) (laughs) He might have chewed up his shoes. Yeah, well. Over to you, Offie. Well, uh, I don't know. I'll rock up in anything, really. But, um, no, I'll throw him a shepherd, you know. Oh, if he wants to wear that, he wants to wear that, I guess. All right. Over you, Snake. Oh, look, I love a good pair of slides. <laughs> Personally, not on game day, um, but I think uh, I think given the quality of goal umpires in this in this league, he's probably you know he's probably on on the par. Um, I think I might be going soft, but I'm going to throw out a shepherd to Trog as well. What are you doing to me here, Forcey? Oh, mate. These are two two blokes that I would more than gladly shirt front in real life, and (laughs) and you just made me shepherd them both. All right. Well, the first two are pretty weak sauce. Next one, I've got... uh, You're going to like this one. You're going to get stuck into this one. So I've got young Sean, who, much in the style of uh, Kyle Love, picked in the team, notified on Thursday night, no show for the game. Sean Keatley. Mm-hmm. Do we have a reason? No. Nothing. No text message from Tags. No nothing. Just a no-shower. Sean Keatley. Are you thinking Tom Keatley? No, I've got Sean Keatley. Tom, so are you talking With league, league picked? No, 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 no. Bloods. Okay, so that's Tom Keatley. Um, he played. He played. He was in. Sean Wickham. Oh, Sean oh, Wickham. Okay. Sean. Sorry. Okay. Now we're right, talking. We yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. right. So you could have even spelled it out to me. S H A U N, not S E A N. I had that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Wicko. All right. So hadn't seen him for probably a good two, three years off. Probably oh, a bit longer, I reckon. I think he yeah, was longer. I think he was in the grand final team the same year as I was. Oh, oh, back in the how long was that ago? Two thousand and fourteen. That's that's a feeding frenzy flashback for you. I think. All right. Uh, okay. Sean Wickham picking the team didn't turn up. Uh, look, I was really happy to see him back on the track this year. Yeah, I don't even know if we had to get him a clearance back. Like, had he not played footy since? No. Straight back into Sharks. Yeah, righto. Um, man, bloke's been training pretty much twice a week every week. I think we need a further explanation. I think this is going to this is gonna take a spot on that couch All right. um, next week. But for now... I think he's copping a stiff arm, at least. Oh, I like it. Uh, what do you reckon, Offie? What's yeah, um, no, he's definitely going to cop it. You know, um, if Bo can rock up throwing up, then um, I'm sure he can rock up without any explanation. But, um, yeah, no, shirt front for sure. Shirt front for sure, love it. What do you reckon, Bo? Finish us off. Yeah, shirt fronting with a few other cups there. Oh, I love it. Very <laughs> good. All right, final one for you. Um, bit of a silly one, but I'm going to throw him out there anyway because he generally doesn't put a foot wrong. That's young Red Rogers. 
had to sneak through the gate because he was uh, cashless and he had to scrounge around for coins to get himself through the gate, which he did. Uh, reckoned all his money was electronic and offered to buy a beer after the game and apparently didn't buy up on the game. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty weak source for me, but I'll throw it over to you, Bo. What do you reckon? No, I'll shepherd him on that one. Shepherd him on that one? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, he's been out of the club for yonders, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he a, has, yeah. yeah. He's the same. He's been out of the Yeah, so he should know that to... To support his club, yeah, he should be paying his seven bucks to get in. As I said, he's got he all week to get to an ATM. I think you know what's coming his way from me. <laughs> <laughs> on you go, boys. Go on. Uh, I'll probably shepherd him on the first one, but um, if you come across me again, I'll probably uh, shirt front him because you know we all struggle, but there's no excuse for seven bucks. You know, even if Bo does pay for me every week, but um, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, come on, Red, get it sorted, mate. Absolutely, big shirt front coming from me. One shirt front coming for not having the $7 ready to go. Like you said, even if you're just scratching up spare change throughout the week, you know that come game day, you're going to have to get yourself in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And you know Jordan Tindale, you're not going to go and jump the fence. Even with a busted hemi. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about that. All right, but... <laughs> that that's a whole other shirt front. Um, second shirt for coming Red's way for not backing it up and buying you a beer. Yeah, that's pretty weak sauce. That is weak sauce. Not a fan. All right. I'm going to lay yeah, I'll probably shirt for him on that one. Yeah, yeah, you always got to buy a boy I'm beer. Like, yeah. going to buy one of the boys' beer. Oh, yeah, I still owe you a beer as well. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> 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 I, he looks pretty situated over in this uh, corner of the couch. There with his <laughs> he doesn't buy beer. No. I mean, he doesn't drink beer, sorry. Drinks Yeah. He doesn't mind the ginger beers. No, but, but like I said, Young Red doesn't Not put a lot either. of yeah okay. Young Red doesn't put a lot of foot wrong, so I thought we'd better chuck him under the bus any chance we get. Line him up, got to lock him down. All right, uh, good luck recovering from that one, uh, Red. That's uh, yeah triple shirt front. Not a good one to cop, but that's okay. Um, well, right. so we'll push on. We'll have a look at what's happening in the game leading up. So we're obviously talking about heading over to Barker. Um, Snake, probably fair to say Barker's one of our. I guess you'd say sort of alloy clubs as far as uh, in the league. One of the clubs we sort of get on well with at times, depending on <laughs> the climate at the time. Uh, Snake's just working through a bit of a hammy stretch there. So yeah, cramp. <laughs> a bit of a cramp. So whilst he gets that sorted, we'll throw it to Offer instead. Offer, what's your experience playing against Barker other than obviously the, the wonderful bow? Um, yeah, so I've played a lot against Barker. Um, but we've had a couple of good wins. You know, we've had... Game-winning goals from people you wouldn't even believe could kick a goal at all. Yeah. Um, but it's always been fair, you know. You play Barker three times a year. Um, you know, in my experience, you know, win two times a year. Um, obviously, went in the younger grades, winning three times a year was just natural. But um, you know, over the last three or four years, it's just been, you know, win two or win one kind of thing. But it's always been fairly matched. It's, just, it's never a blowout win for any, either club. It's always to, you know, the last quarter, it's just a couple of points in it. But, no, it's always a good game. You know, I love versing them just because, like, of your mates all on that team. But, no, nah, it's always a good game, so pretty keen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and as, as you said, you know, they're pretty evenly matched side as far as the reserves were concerned. Uh, I think we won our, our last game was against them, was it Was it not? Last yeah, year? last yeah. year we won by one point, yeah. Yeah, bloody good You remember that way, wouldn't you? <laughs> were you there? Yeah, what a joke up. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, over to you, Snake. You look like you're all stretched out and organised this time. Um, 
Barker's probably a club we do have a good history with overall, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think we've, uh, for many years, had a pretty good relationship with Barker. I know they were a bit salty after we after we beat them at the end of 2015, but they did what they had to do off-field to get their on-field right. Um, we, you know, have always managed to get a bus trip out there and make a real night of it and make sure that we get a good contingency uh, into their club rooms afterwards for a beer and they do the righty by us on the, on the other end of things. Uh, this year, um, I'm expecting a bit of salt, a um, bit, of, bit of blood in the water, if you, if you like. Uh, given uh, given that three of our younger guns from our senior side have gone out this year, and and uh, also another one who went uh, sorry bypassed through railways for a year or two, um, so yeah, look, off field, totally different story. I think there's probably still going to be plenty of. Plenty of beers to be had afterwards, but uh, like you like you said, Offie about that white line fever, I would expect a few sharp, uh, a few elbows to get sharpened before this weekend. Um, I think there'll be a few heads to roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you see it going into the game, Liam? Obviously, we in the reserves weren't affected affected as much by the uh, change of you know changing the guard or changing players, whatever you want to call it. How, how do you see the, this game lining up for yourself? Uh, for myself. You know, we have a lot of good players on the track. We have a lot of experience. Um, it, all, it just comes down on the day, really. You know, who wants it more? Yep. Um, obviously, we have a lot of boys that would put their body in the line to get the ball and get it out of there. It all just comes down to who kicks the straightest at the end of the day. But, you know, I'm not going to back ourselves in to win the game. But, you know, at the end of the day, anything can happen. So. Yeah, you probably wouldn't go as far as to sort of back yourself in, but... You know, we're all pretty, always pretty confident in results, yeah. aren't we? No, it's always like that confidence factor. You know, you guys got to back yourself in. But, you know, Barker, Barker have like the players that they always have. So they've had a couple of good ins, a couple of good outs. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, as long as we play the footy we play, the short kicking, you know, we can we can roll any team really. So yeah, it's, uh, it's you talk about confidence. It's a fine line to walk. Confidence is often mistaken for arrogance. We are starting to really like that one on the podcast, aren't we, Slane? Yeah. It comes up a couple of times. Well, you know, I, I, it's it's a tough one because you, you've got to be confident in your own abilities. Like, you've got to believe you can win, otherwise you're never going to win. Yeah. But um, but thinking it's a sure thing is is a totally different totally different thing entirely. And, and like I said, it's a really fine line to walk. So um, I think, Offie, you boys have got to back yourselves in. You got to believe you can do it, um, but you got to be prepared to adjust um, your your game plan and your mentality if it doesn't work from the get go. You know, no, exactly, exactly. And tell me, Blake, before we start talking about the actual game itself, how nervous are you about going forward and coming up against obviously boys that you've trained with for a long time and played a lot of footy with? Are you, is it something you're nervous about, or is it something you're looking forward yeah, to taking? Yeah, it's uh been kind of on my mind all week, to be honest. I'd surprise been playing on my mind all week. Coming up against my old coach. Um, definitely have to buy him a beer after the game. But, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be good to get out and um, play against people that, you know, you know their weaknesses and they know mine and they know everything. 
They know everything yeah. about yeah. it. So. They know everything about you, and they know how I play, and yeah, I know how they play. Yeah. So, do you think that's going to be a big factor? Do you think you're going to be, for you personally, do you think this game's going to be more of a mental game than a physical game at some levels? Obviously, there's no game of football that's not a physical game, but do you think that this one's going to be a lot played in your head? Uh, yeah, I, I reckon. Um, yeah, it's a, I reckon it'll be a bit, bit physical too, because I'll be wanting to probably bury my head into the ground. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, they're gonna have to dig, dig a pretty deep hole for that forehead of yours, <laughs> straight out. <laughs> uh, what a joke! Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, um, look, I, I guess the other question is obviously, you're going to be going into a game that you know it's going to be somewhat hostile, so you're going to be prepared for that. Uh, yeah, do you are you confident with the boys that you've got in the shed behind you that the boys have got your back and you, you're confident going oh, into this game? Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no. I, I, I like it. I like it. Except for Landmore Fire. <laughs> you don't worry about him. Yeah. He's nothing. He probably goes off with a fake injury at half time, I reckon. <laughs> That's right. We'll save the gutsy calls to later. But uh, yeah, okay. So so you're confident going into it that the, the side's got your back, though? That's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, good group of boys. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon, was, yeah. If we don't give up, I reckon we got them. And as far as not, not going into too much specific detail but knowing what you know about the majority of the Barker side and obviously you have the coaching tactics of Stuart Tags behind you mm. how do you think we stack up next to next to the Barker style of footy hmm. that's a good question um, oh that's why I get paid the big bucks mate <laughs> yeah, that's a good question um, no I, like we did have ga- a game plan in reserves but um, not really everyone followed them mm-hmm so uh, I'll probably more likely expect the same. Yeah. The same like they probably got the exact same, you know, amount of boys. You know, the exact same boys, and I don't, I don't, I don't. We've got a game plan. If we stick to that, we'll we'll go. Yep. We'll roll them. Is there anybody you're looking forward to either playing against or somebody you're looking forward to not playing against? Is there any any names you want to drop there? Uh if Stephen Scott was in the reserve side, but I know he's not, that'd, okay. be, that'd be a good matchup. But uh, nah, I. Uh, Is he still getting a Lego? Yeah. With his habits. Yeah. Really? He's got a lovely left foot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But he can't run more than like 30 metres. <laughs> That's why he sits in the cold spot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um. Oh, I don't know. Probably, um. Probably Dean Ryan. Okay. That'd be that'd be that'd be a good little matchup. Um but yeah. But I know Tristan went there too, so it'd be a good matchup between me and me and Tristan or, you know, even Liam and Tristan. Be a good little matchup. Yeah, that was the one I was gonna get to, so you've you've done well to lead me there, mate. Um off you obviously playing against Tristan who played for us for a couple of years. Uh Stuart Stuart Tags once said to me that he got told that Tristan Lou was uncoachable. Yeah, uh, that was that was a quote coming from me actually. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, so I've I've traced it back to its source, doing my epic journalism as I do. Uh, all right, so that was all luck. <laughs> hey, hey, like I said, I'll take a win any way I can get it. So off you. Uh, we we mentioned uh, Tags once said that um, he was told Tristan was uncoachable. I think from what I've seen, Tags has come the closest to. 
um, getting through to him and sort of teaching him his game plan and getting him to understand it. But now it's a completely different kettle of fish. We know how explosive he can be, how quick he is, how you know how hard he is to get a hand on tackle wise. What's um, what have you what have you thought about leading into this game? Have you thought of any sort of strategies about it, or are you, you're hoping to match up against him? Uh, I was actually going to put Tommy Eaton on him um, nice. because I just wanted an easy day. But um, no, <laughs> Tristan is is a good player, explosive. You know, he can take the game one. He can like he can take down the team by himself pretty much. I've I've seen him do it. You know, I've, you know, he's just explosive. You know, put him in the forward he'll do damage. Put him in the back line, he can still do damage, even though he's size. Mm-hmm. Midfield, you know, as soon as he gets that ball, you know he's going for the fend-off. You know he will fend you off. Um, I'm keen to verse him. You know, we have a good relationship, man, Tristan. But, um, yeah, he knows how I play. He knows how, well, I know how he plays. So, at the end of the day, it just comes down to if I want the ball more, he wants the ball more. So, um, but, nah, at the end of the day, it would be a good match, like, if... if Worst comes to worst, we a match up, but yeah, you know, whatever happens happens really. So it's pretty fair to say that if it does come across you, you you excited to take on the challenge. Yeah, I'll I'll take the challenge. You know, he'll obviously give it to me. He'd be like, "Oh, Liam, you know." He told me in town actually about a month ago that if I try to take him on, I'm dead. If Bo tried to take him on, he'd be dead. If anybody tried to take him on, they're dead. Mm. But I was like, you know, at the end of the day. You know, you're going to be able that. to do that. You're going to, like, you know, as Jake said, you're going to walk the walk and talk the talk. You know, it just comes down to if you can do that, yeah. so. It's funny, though. You're getting caught. If, if, no, you, no, you, you go on. You're getting caught holding the ball. I noticed a few times uh, last season when we played him. You're getting caught holding the ball. He gets really angry because he hates being caught holding the ball. I think everybody does, but I hate it. No, oh, that, that does sort of lead, like, up, that's lead on to my point, though. I, I was going to say that if you ask that same question that you asked off you to any other bloke at any other club, the first thing they would tell you is, I'm going to get under his skin. I'm going to get into his head. I'm going to play physical with him. I'm going to drag him down when I get the opportunity because they know that he's a fiery little fucker. And, like, it is well-known, well-documented. Oh, yeah. And that has been... <laughs> game plan number one from any team that has faced off against Tristan Lou, whether he's playing Colts or playing twos Bloods sorry um, and I find it interesting that you ask one of the more loyal guys in our club that has been around since he was fi- 14 uh, 16 I think 15 or 16 yeah, 2013 yeah. Like when, when you played under 17 yeah. so you would have been 15 coming into that um, and you're now how old 22 so we're seven years deep. Quick maths for you. Quick maths. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, you ask, you ask one of the more loyal guys that's been around for a long time, and as you said, you've got a good relationship with Tristan, but I find it interesting that, you know, knowing him so well, that your first stance wasn't, I'm going to get under his skin. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I think that's indicative of the culture that we have developed over the years. And, um, you know, we might have had a bad reputation about 10 years ago, for getting frustrated and you know having having the odd blue on the field, it, it happened a lot with our league side. If you go shoot back to about two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen, um, that was based on expectations and um, and uh, we weren't we weren't reaching them early, but we have developed a really good culture at the club, and I'm really happy to hear that your your first answer to a question like that wasn't that you were gonna kind of niggle him and sort of work him off the footy to try and, you know, play that mental game with him. I, I just really want to see you guys, even if even if it's Tommy on him, 
whether it's Tommy or whether it's you or whether Sphinx gets a job, like I just want to see someone go toe to toe with him and play really fair, physical footy and you know made the best man win. Yeah, that's just it. But like I've seen him get fired up and then you know he might get fired up, he might give away fifty meters, but that next play he does it just it's like a step up from how good he is. He'll get he'll get the ball, he'll get it clear. Yeah. Or if someone's running, he'll tackle he'll tackle someone two times three times as big as him. You're like everybody's seen him do it. But it's just, you know, you can get under his skin and throw him off the game, but you got to, like, take in the fact that if you do that, he can just go even better yeah, than he is. He can find another gear. He yeah. can just, yeah, he can get, well, like, get better. Yeah, I think I think a lot of those guys that I was sort of referring to, it wasn't more, it wasn't so much about throwing him off his game, it was about throwing him out of the game. Yeah. Getting yeah, him, exactly, get him yeah. to swing that first punch. Yeah. And that's that's all I'm sort of, all I'm sort of talking about, is I'm really happy that that's not our first response to try and, you know, get under his skin in that sort of respect. Like, you know, go toe to toe. Like yeah. you know, try try and win try and win footy the way footy's supposed to be won. Yeah, exactly like Wacker said a couple of weeks ago on the on the show, you know, just let his football do the talking. So yeah, hats off to you to, to the both of you. It's very good that that's that's the approach. So yeah, good stuff. Um all right, so State we'll throw it with you for a little while. We've, we've had a pretty good look inside the um inside the Rizzies, how we're gonna be sort of matching up into this game. Uh, we talked about that first quarter against Railways, how that was an okay quarter. I think that we're, that we're going to go with okay. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, where have you guys been focusing training wise on making sure that your next one's getting towards a good quarter? Oh, without going into too many specifics, mm-hmm. just in case there's a few Barker blokes listening in this week. But um, yeah, we just uh, look. You know, we know that we can defend well, um, yeah. but we need to be able to create that scoreboard pressure to to really force the other, you know, our opponent to defend well as well. Yeah. Um, there seems to be a bit of a tendency, a bit of a penchant for our opposition to just run forward because they're banking on us to turn the footy over and then they're going to capitalise on us turning it over. You know, in particular in, in the league side, sorry, boys. Um, so um, <clears throat> we're, we're just focusing on our offensive side of the footy not being too predictable, yeah. um, looking, at, looking at ways that we can change the angles and, uh, and attack in different ways um, so that uh, we're not forced into a position where it's going to sink back over our head too quickly. Um, I think that's probably the best way I can describe it. Yeah, no, that's a pretty without, thing about. without giving too much away. No, that was really good. Thanks for that, Snake. Um, now, tell me, Liam, how does that sort of sit for you? You're obviously someone who sits on right on the cusp of looking at that league spot. I think. How would you say? Would you would you choose to play in the reserves, um, or, or is it sort of a bit of bit of a mix? He has chosen that for years. <laughs> I begged him. I demanded it of him. Oh, this. And you know what he did? He just didn't turn up. <laughs> um. No, nah, this year was a bit different. Um, I took a bit of a shoulder injury off a push bike and like bruised all the muscles in my collarbone and shoulder. That was pretty bad. Um, still, to this day, I have pains in it. Um, and I obviously put a bit of weight on since last year. And I felt like pre-season training, once all the coronavirus stuff kind of eased off a bit, I just said to Tags, I was like, look, I, was like, I don't deserve a league spot. I was like, I'm not fit. I know I'm not fit enough. I was like, there's a lot more boys out there that are fitter than me that can 
actually run out of league game and put up a fight. So um, I'll play reserves if you have me. And he said, you know, at the end of the year, you're pushing league. And I'm happy with that. I'm happy yeah. with just, you know, if I can just build my fitness up and then, you know, even if it's the last game of the season, I play league. I'm happy with it. But, um, yeah, just not confident in myself to... I just don't feel deserving as to be a league player as of yet. You know, I've yeah. played I played a full year of league a couple of years ago and, you know, it was it was good. And, you know, obviously this year's been a bit different, but I'll definitely be pushing that league spot at the end of the year or next year, so. Yeah. So what's what's been the difference? Uh, obviously, you, you mentioned in previous, or probably Snake mentioned probably more accurately, that you didn't really put your hand up before, did you? It's sort of more now that um, you sort of, you've got your goals sort of set right, you, you, you want to be pushing for that spot, whereas last year you stayed down, you played, I think you played one game up, didn't you, last year? Yeah, yeah, it's North Albany, I think. Yeah, yeah so you played, played the one game up, um, but were more interested in staying down. What's, what's been the difference in the choice to, 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 to start looking at playing up? Um, obviously, you know, um, you're, only, you're only young once, you know, Remember every year I'm just like the starting. I'm like I'm not playing for this year. I was like, I'm done with it. I'm done with it, and just have like either my mum or someone close to me saying like you're only young. If you give it up now, and you hit thirty, you're never going to be playing footy again. You might as well make the most of it. If I'm playing resies for the rest of my life, you know, so be it. But you know, if I'm going to make it worth it, I might as well you know throw a couple of seasons of league in. But yeah, I just like I know I just love playing footy, and no matter what grade I'm playing in, I'll just play it. So wherever I get put, I get put. You know. Yep. If I if I have to play reserves, I'll play reserves. If they want me to play league, I'll play league. You know, just as long as I'm playing footy, I don't really care. So yeah, that's good. Um, tell me, boy, how is that different for you? Do you have you um you ever played any league yet for Barker previously? Uh, when I was younger, I played played league. Uh, in about I think it was 2012, 2013, I played two years. Yep. And then after I gave it a year up, I didn't play footy at all. Yeah. And I come back and I played under um, Kingston, Kingy, in Barker. Yeah. And he's been my coach ever since, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So you've been pretty happy playing, uh, playing for Kingy. Um. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. No. Nah, he's a top top guy. And yeah. No. Nah, he's a top coach. Nice. So is your goal going forward to start looking at a league spot or? Ah. Uh, yeah. I hope to. Um. Obviously, I wanna be able to get fitter. Obviously, lockdown got the better of. Of me, yeah, definitely don't wait too many beers. <laughs> <laughs> was it lockdown or golf day? Uh, both. Like she merged into <laughs> I mean, yeah, one just sort of blurred into the next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Nah. So, so something you're gonna sort of keep pushing forward and look for yeah. in the future, sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Either yeah, either like Liam said, either the end of the end of the year or either yeah next year. But yeah. Oh, that's good, mate. You know, as I said, we're happy to have you across. Just um, enjoy playing my footy. Yeah, that's it. We enjoy having you around, mate, that's for sure. All right, uh, where are we up to next, Snake? What do we want to do next? Well, I think it's about time that we moved on to the contested ball, but I think it's that's totally up to nah, you. You're, like you're driving this bus. So I'm, <laughs> I'm happy in the passenger seat. I, like uh, I like the contested ball. Let's start up for the contested ball, then we'll bounce back and have a crack at the um, feeding frenzy forecast. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, get us stuck in it, mate. All righty, gentlemen. Uh, so if you've done your research, like I know that the sphincter has, uh, it'll be three multiple-choice questions. Yep. 
the expectation is that you will buzz in with your nickname, first person to start the buzzer because there was a bit of uh, contentions last week. Was it last week? Yeah, oh, I think it I've, was. I've Someone, through it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, so first person to start their buzzer because, um, you know, some nicknames are shorter than others. Sphincter doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue. Or can I say Sphinct? Yeah, you can, you can okay. say Sphinct, but it's going to be first person to start their oh, buzzer. Oh, so we've changed the rules. So before it was whoever could get their nickname out first, now it's whoever starts No, I just said that one syllable na- nicknames are better on field because you can get them out quicker and easier. Oh, okay. All right, so we'll there was there was no discussion between you and I of first person to get their nickname out. I thought that was the whole purpose. Look, can we just discuss you? this off microphone <laughs> afterwards? I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it known now. First person to start their buzzer will be considered the uh, the winner. But uh, okay, so there'll be three multiple choice questions. Um, they are considered like general knowledge slash AFL knowledge. However, all the answers are subjective. That is to say, think like the snake if you want to answer correctly. Do we understand? Do you have any questions for me before we go any further? Because we've rattled on enough about oh, this. Let's give it a fair crack. <laughs> no, let's give all it right. a... I'm going to get you to test your buzzers. Uh, so the man directly to my left, if you could start with yours. Offy. Nice. Two, two syllables, but it's tight. I like yes. it. All right. Further down the couch. See? Oh. Right. For a nickname that doesn't really roll off the tongue, it certainly slides off the lip. Definitely. <laughs> when you yell at it, it, uh, it works uh, in. All right. Gentlemen, question one. Socks up. A is for flogs. B is an old school sign of self-respect. C, helps you kick better. Or D, all of the above. Offy. I'm gonna go with Offy. Ah, I hate it as a personal opinion, so I'm gonna go A. Incorrect. I'm gonna throw it over to Schwink. It's definitely, I think it's B, I think. Correct, B is an old school sign of self-respect. My dad taught me Mm. to raise my socks um, from a young age, and I listened in, I listened to him until I moved out of home and then I did whatever the fuck I wanted to do. <laughs> um, but yes, correct. He's an old school sign of self-respect. Two, Ben Cousins. <laughs> a is a flog. There's a theme happening here. B is one of the saddest stories of the modern game. C is still Hall of Fame worthy. Or D can get you the best gear south of the river. Swing. Swing you're up. So we're going with sarcastic. <laughs> no, we're just going to think like the snake. We're just going to think like the snake, so you got to understand what my opinion of Ben Cousins Step is. Definitely south of the river. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, he got shit here. Was um, the Hall of Fame... What was the Hall of Fame one? C, sorry. Uh, C was... Is still Hall of Fame worthy. Do you want to hear the rest of them again? What? Nah, no, no. Nah, A was flog. What was B, sorry? Uh, B was, is one of the saddest stories of the modern game. Yeah, see, it's hard to chop up there, but he's done it to himself. So, I'm going to go with C, because he is a good player, but he just made some shit stuff off the field, so. Yeah, incorrect. Force. 
Yeah. <laughs> I want to jump in. Yeah, it was, I go with a flog. It was pretty... A. Uh, okay, so you're all incorrect. So I'm going to have to take the points on this one. Uh, my answer was B, is one of the saddest stories of the modern game. Yeah. Um, I was sarcastic. Having... Dealt, like won't won't rattle on too long, won't take you on a scenic route, but having dealt with addiction myself, um, you know, I, I understand that sort of every man is responsible for his own actions and I don't feel that Benny Cousins has really taken that kind of responsibility for what he's done. And uh, so unfortunately his Hall of Fame eligibility is tarnished as far as I'm concerned. Um, so yeah got a bit serious there for a moment on a question that was supposed to be a bit of fun Um, (laughs) three Uh, Offie this would be your chance to tie it up Shinta is up one nothing at this stage (coughs) question three spewing mid game (coughs) A is for flogs B is a clear sign you should have cut yourself off earlier. C, is for heroes, or D, all of the above. Off you. Off you. Off you go. Mm. It's got to be D. It's got to be D. Like, you don't go out there and just throw up the look good, bro. (laughs) Come on, man. Come on, man. It's got to be there's got to be B. The answer was D. He is not only a flog, but he is a hero. <laughs> you know, in, oh, baby. In, in the sarcastic sense. So, so I, that, that I will definitely accept tie? D. So we have a tie. Oh, first ever tie. I have a tiebreaker prepared just for these two boys. Right. Hey, here we go. And look, I, I, had, uh, I had discussed this with Force before we, uh, bef- before we even arranged this uh, this segment um, the tiebreaker was going to be a factual question rather than a uh, multiple choice but, 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 but I have a subjective multiple choice ready to go particularly for these boys which I'm going to use and can, can I make a quick uh, live on air edit how many questions how many answers are there have you got four yeah there's four and if they if, Cut it if, down there's, to no, if, there, if there's still a draw after that, then I have a question ready to go. Alright, let's roll with it. I All like right. it. Alright. So, the question is more in the form of a statement, as the other ones have been. Beer. A. Is the nectar of the gods. B. Is for flogs. C. Tastes like dirt. Or D. All of the above. Sweet. Sphincter. I know you're looking at me because it's A. Correct. Yes, well done. Spinter is this week's winner. And Spinter on two points. And particularly because he learnt how, like, learnt on the fly, but how to think like the snake. I've been saying this for episodes now, and it's the first time that someone's actually gone, hang on, forget what I think. I hate beer. Because ginger beer, my friend, is not beer. <laughs> right? Pull yourself together, bro. That's you, can't, you can't talk. I'll scald him. Don't even drink him. You were offered <laughs> you were offered you were offered a nice cold Asahi. Favourite beer should be cold, open, free. Or tip down the drain. 
<laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> well, well, we're not. We're definitely not going to be getting off your back. Definitely not for the semi-finals because think you're going through. Yeah, well, oh, that's your boy. First time you come first, eh? So he's second, <laughs> sitting second on the ladder. <laughs> but you're sitting, sitting second on the ladder behind, and it's I'm drawing a blank. Who won last week? Well, uh, oh. Vincent Cam. Who won out of them? Oh. Yeah, Vince went three and zero. Vince went three and zero. That's yeah. right. So you're sitting second on the ladder with two. Well done. So you're not going to make minor premiership, but you're still in a chance for the win it all. Yeah. We don't know what it all is yet, but we'll work that out. We're closer to it. Slate, another great contested ball. Well done. And your first ever um, uh, sudden death uh, tiebreaker. So well done. What did you reckon? Yeah, I, I, look, again, that was one that was sort of created on the fly, but I, I had it in the, uh, in the wings waiting to go. And... I sort of knew these two guys were a pretty good match-up for each other, so I was expecting big things, and yeah, I'm pretty happy with how that went. I'm pretty happy with it too. Well done. All right, so we'll push it on, fellas. We'll move on to the next segment, which we like to call the Feeding Frenzy Forecast, and that is where we basically make our gutsy calls for the leaks for the week coming ahead. So obviously we're talking about our game against Barker. Now you can choose to either um, make it about an individual player, um... You can make it resis, league, 16s, cults, whatever you like. So I think, Snake, to start off just a bit different, I'm going to throw over to you first if you're ready to go for us, mate. Yeah. Go for it, mate. What have you got for a gutsy call for this week? I sort of alluded to it earlier, but I would expect a, uh, a few heads in green, black and white to be on the chopping block this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go into any more detail. That's all we need, mate. Well done. Um, over to you, Alfie. What do you reckon? <clears throat> um, I think it's going to be a good match-up. It's just going to be interesting to see how, obviously, Ashley and Bo handle themselves against the old club. You know, Ashley's been playing at Barker for longer than I've been playing for Sharks. You know, obviously built a reputation with how he plays over there. Um, Bo himself has been playing there for a long time. Um, you know... They both know that we both, everyone on the team's got their backs. We've made it pretty clear at trainings before a game that everybody's a brother. Nobody's going to get left behind. Nobody's going to get taken out, you know, without consequences kind of thing. Um, but, no, it's be interesting to see how we all play as a team against a team that we always always a fair match against. And, um, no, I'm pretty keen to see how Bo and Ashley go, to be honest. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Bo, you got a gutsy call for us, mate? I do, and it's in for league. For Jack Bowden, yeah, I reckon he's gonna have a thriller against his old team. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. He's gonna turn it up. You think? I reckon he's gonna turn it up and show him what they're missing out on. Beautiful. Well, he's coming off the week, coming off the back of a very good uh, performance last week against Railways, so it yeah. uh, wouldn't surprise me if he gets up from that sore foot of his. Definitely. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Uh, I got two. The first one's a cheeky shout out to my favourite man, the Troglodyte. I think uh, this week we're going to see uh, a new contender for the Sharks' best goal scoring umpire. So um, I think we're going to see just some real finesse with the flags, and it's not going to come from from the Troglodyte. That's for the first one. Uh, and going, I, I'm going to back it again. I went with it last week, and it paid off. So uh, I'm going to go with. Sharks League not to get jumped in that first quarter I think as I said last week I think they learnt their lessons from uh, the games ahead the, the games behind them and they're focusing forward on the front uh, obviously it's very easy 
to drop your head after having a little bit of success, but I think the Sharks League are going to be out there for a physical game, but they're going to be out there showing they mean business. So that's that's for me. What do you reckon, State? You're getting behind that one again? I don't reckon it's gutsy enough. Don't think it's gutsy enough? Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you are riding the coattails of last week. And, ah. I think, and I think with the success of last week's call, I think we need to get a little bit gutsier and see if we can uh, ride the coattails of that. All right. We'll change it then. I think Sharks will be up at the first quarter in the league. Yeah, I like that. There we go. That, that's, is that gutsy enough for you? That's the kind of positivity I need. There we go. I just right. think that, honestly, if everybody plays with the fact that, you know, we're just all there to play footy and that, you know, in every game I take it into, you know, even if I am a best mate with somebody, you know, I want to work harder to beat them. You know, in, even if I was playing league, you know, I'd be... I told Tracy, I was like, if I'm versing Bryce, I was like, I'm going to beat him. I was like, I'm not going to get beaten by an ex-teammate at all. And, um, you know, I just, I just take him to the game that, you know, you're trying to prove someone that's left the footy club wrong that they shouldn't have left kind of thing. So I like, yeah. everybody takes into a fact that people have left us, you know, that you're just going to prove them wrong that, you, you know, that they should have stayed kind of thing. So. I'm just getting this sort of bit of a thought now, just, uh, <laughs> just change your gears a little bit from your... From your topic there, uh, Liam, I'm just getting this kind of bit of a thought that you're a terrible ex-boyfriend. Like, the first thing you do once once you get, you know, split up with a woman is you go and find yourself a hot chick and go strutting around town just trying to oh, show no. off. What do you reckon? He's been watching me, eh? What do you reckon, Snake? You get a bit of word in there? I reckon he puts it all over Instagram as well. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I actually do. No, you know, um, I'm a big man of my likes. Um... Yeah, I was a bit let down. I put up a photo of me and the boys, and Bo's forehead took up most of it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she didn't break over forty. So, um, you know, yeah, now nah, I'm not really happy with what you said there, Bryce. But um, yeah, I'll take it on the chin and take that anger into the good footy game. I guess. Good stuff. Well, I tell you what, you can take that anger into the fast five because that's coming up next. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, like like we said, mate, hard hitting journalism. That's what we do here now. <laughs> Alright, so listen, I'm going to throw over, uh, before we get second to the Fast Five, I uh, just want to say, firstly, uh, thank you to Bo for coming on for tonight's episode. How have you felt about it, mate? You had fun? Yeah, pretty awesome, mate. Oh, that was, that was yeah, some definitely great. have to do it again. Yeah, that's good. Oh, hopefully we'll have you on again, mate. Cause yeah, we're going to have to in the semi-final. Well, that's it's dead uh, right, mate. It's going to be no, your no, best. No, no, you better start time. studying up on the snake, mate. <laughs> no, say, I've already won. <laughs> no, mate, Walk Jake said, confidence and cocky. You're right up there in confidence. confidence. That's it, man. That's <laughs> it. Now, Liam, you've obviously been paying a lot of attention, which is good tonight. But uh, <coughs> thanks for coming on, mate. We were no, cheers for having me. You were a bit concerned about your your language getting on here, weren't you? Yeah. You well, we actually had a conversation before I come here that um, me, Vince, Bo, and Jack Bowden probably have the worst mouth for a C bomb, and uh, <laughs> I thought I'd struggle, but you know, you've done alright. Mum would hate me if I dropped it, so uh, I'm not dropping it. And you think Mum's going to be listening to this episode? Oh, I'm making listen to it. Yeah. Good job. Well, just just while we're on that subject, thank you very much, Kerry, for uh, helping out the Bloods team and doing all the strapping for us last week. So always lovely to see her back. She's a lovely lady. Oh, she is, isn't she? Yes, well. Very yeah. nice. We don't get waddles from eh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. All right, now throwing over to my man Snake, the original Centurion, mate. Uh, another good episode, mate. Success again with the contested ball. Yeah, I think, you know, we're getting better every week and um, 
I'm, I'm starting to run low on ideas, so I'm glad that you've been sort of topping me up with a few. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been a good bit of fun, and uh, hopefully we can keep carrying it on. Actually, you know what, just, just for anybody who is listening, it's just an interesting fact that I think this is the podcast we did on the least amount of uh, conversation leading into it, didn't we? I think we had a quick chat this afternoon and we were straight into it. We don't think we really touched base into this. It's probably starting to become a bit more natural as well. And, you know, now that now that we've both got sort of a good understanding of sort of how we're going to run things, you know, like me coming in this year, I'd, I'd helped you out a couple of times last year, but it really was still Rick and Forces feeding Frenzy, and and now I'm still I'm, I'm really starting to get a little bit of ownership, so I appreciate you know everything that you've done. It's been good fun. Yes, and of course, we'll throw out a big thank you to the big Richter who came up with the idea, and you know one thing that I realised today while I was rolling around in my tractor? The big Richter, the executive producer, the executive who's, producer. Who's, still, who's still getting on the blower to us every now and then, just uh just to make sure that we're running things the That's way that he wants them to be run. He does like a tight ship. Um, but just a quick mention now, I realise up until this very moment, so 72 minutes into podcast number 20-something, we have not yet at any stage done this, which I'm going to do right now, and that is a thank you to everybody who does listen. We haven't actually thanked people for getting on board every week and jumping in and listening. We have a pretty successful... Well, pretty strong fan base we're getting about 60 odd people a week listening into the podcast uh up to 170 for some of our earlier episodes so just when I was, for the first time ever <laughs> i feel silly for doing this so lately in in the proceedings but thank you to everybody who does tune in on a weekly basis i know i've got people like my chris airs my my woodsies my Liam mccandless was always the first one to listen to it i know he listens to it too because i know exactly what platform he does it on it and everything so from everybody at the Feeding Frenzy, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, and with that said, I think it's time to rock over to the Fast Five. So, Slate, tell me, mate, how are you feeling? You you, you feeling fast or are you oh, out of it today? Yeah, I, I'm, you know me, I'm more of the Forever Five kind of guy. I'd, I'd prefer to, you to give me these questions at the start of the episode so I can have some time to take, take some notes, but I'll give it a crack. All right. I'll take the scenic route, but we'll give it a crack. Give it a crack. All right, so we'll start off. Uh, I'll leave your favourite question for last night because we don't need any uh, Smeagol to the end. So we'll start <coughs> off with a question perfectly designed for the two fellas on the couch tonight. Who at the Sharks Footy Club has the worst dance moves, starting with Bo? Liam Offer. Jerry Wilson. Snake? Gary Swarbrick. Jerry Swarbrick. <laughs> I like it, it. It wasn't players only, right? No, no absolutely not. <laughs> at the Sharks, yeah, okay. mate. At the Sharks. Because there was a bit of an agreement made before the show and it wasn't lived up to just a moment ago. So oh, yeah. I, I thought that I should just sort of, no. you know, raise, it, raise the torch for the boys there. That's it, no, that's exactly. it. Uh, good, white line, good white line fever there, fellas. All right, so we'll move on to the question number two. What is your go-to karaoke song? Can't answer Liam's mum to that. ACDC, <laughs> <coughs> Back in Black, surely. Mm, in the club. For Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> nice choice. I like that. Oh, boy. I think right. that's mine, too. <laughs> All right. Um, who at the Sharks is the worst dresser? Probably me. Yeah, Bo Thompson. <laughs> Over to Snake. I want to say Kerry Swarbrick again, but I'm going to have to go with Bo Thompson. <laughs> Pretty unanimous. I've been tracking 
<laughs> We've got enough people wearing trackies at training <laughs> anymore. All right, here's a tricky one for you fellas, um, especially if, you, if you're not very good at counting. Describe yourself in three words. <coughs> It's just crickets from Bo. <laughs> I have no idea. It's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Alright, we'll come back to Bo. Off you shall four words. <laughs> um, sporty and hardworking. That's two words. In the hard sporty work. and hardworking. Are we counting and? Oh, we'll count and because yeah. this, is, this is a pretty sad fast five. Over to you, Snake. Uh, three get, words. Getting old quick. Very nice. Right, Bo, surely you're going to... Uh, sporty and party. Life. I don't know shocking but I love it pretty much (laughs) alright no party life I said Uh, alright fellas so we'll move on to the final question we'll leave Snake out of this one Uh, it's been our favourite question to ask this season so we're going to keep rolling with it who is your celebrity doppelganger Wouldn't have a clue. Does footy count? Yeah, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's an noble. obvious one. I reckon, to go, yeah. probably. I reckon probably Noble. Noble? From, he's from Collingwood. I can't remember his first name, but I think it's John. Josh Noble? Yeah, John Noble. John Noble, I think. John Noble, okay. Yeah, Tagoey. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Now, um, Slate, we did have a look into your young blood's claim from uh, look, a couple I, weeks ago. No, I disagreeded with it. I was oh, just I saying to, it got yeah. thrown at me. No, I had a He is at... chiselled. Yeah, no. I mean, look, Slate, you know, we've, said it, we've said it a couple of times. You know, you go all right. I was hoping. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Like, dreaming. I feel it. I feel it. I, feel it. I thought maybe you might not have worn your glasses when you wore, when you watched the video. Yeah, but, or smeared yeah. some Vaseline over the screen or something like that. That's an old camera right. trick for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, listen. Um, one thing, just just funnily enough, we'll throw this in for a bit of fun. We have mentioned this a couple of times amongst the women's footy side, and that is the fact that up close, you appear quite tall, uh, especially because you're quite lean. And then the second we see you run out with the rest of the boys, you just you just get lost. Holy shit! It's just gone. Actual, yeah. yeah. No, you actually. I've like, Yeah. You actually like put a bit of an intimidating stance. Like, so like, so, okay, so and like, when, run, I'm like, so what? like when a bird is HFFA, like hot from far away. So I'm tall from far away. Yeah. No wait. No, nah, small from no, far away. Small from far away. Yep. But tiny. up close, I'm tiny. No, up close, you're tall. No, up close you like you up, actually look big. Okay, okay, okay. Up okay. close, your presence is quite large. But it's it's strange though because like up close, like generally I look up at people. It doesn't seem to come across. I don't know. We, we it met, got mentioned about four times with uh, people from the ladies. Uh, yeah, okay. Inside, yeah, the, the sharks, the sharkettes. That up close, you don't look as short as you do once you run out with the rest of the boys. I think it's your. I think it's your stance. You have like a real, um, like your shoulders actually throw your stance like as you you're bigger it's good posture like, and good yeah shoulder. I think you actually, like when you actually see yourself out there you actually look smaller but when you actually come in you actually see like your definition of your body like obviously bow gonna... out there you just see bow and he just looks fat Stop and then he comes in he looks fat but you know like you actually come in <laughs> but, like, but you actually I don't know you just have that you just have that stance I guess that makes you look bigger than when you're out there I think. Obviously, okay. right so now. so would you say I have that swagger? Yeah, you have, yeah, definitely have a swagger, but really? you just have yeah. <laughs> Stop that. For sure. <laughs> he's actually. All right, I'm, 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 a, ha- I'm a happy snake. No, I'm like, genuinely blushing. That's just my opinion. But like, <laughs> should we get a photo for the Facebook page? Holy <laughs> shit! 
Yeah, okay. Uh, well, no, I'll, I'll take that. That's with a, nice. with a grain of salt. Lamb's but, uh, alive and take right now. <laughs> you know, you know, like I, I'm pretty self-conscious. I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about that now. I'm going to be making sure that like my shoulders are slumped when I'm actually like face to face with people. Yeah, like, <laughs> just so they don't get the wrong idea. Yeah. Just so they don't get grand expectations and realize, oh no, he's actually pretty fucking tidy. <laughs> you like the the um, you like the opposite of that old cliche, like oh, I thought you'd be taller. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, let's make, I've got to say, that's probably a better um, a better outing for you tonight than it was last... You said last time you came off the podcast, it'd be battered and bruised, so I think you've had a better outing tonight. Yeah, absolutely. There'll be uh, no licking my wounds tonight, for sure. Absolutely. All right, boys and girls. Well, there's probably only one way to finish off this podcast. How do we go about it, boys? Up, Up the shocks. Yeah!